Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. According to recent figures compiled by law, 23 and one-third and 23 and one-half murders are committed in the United States every day. Theater 5 presents An Average American Murder. Our drama will begin after this message. This is Elkin. there's been an average of about 8,550 murders committed in the United States per annum. That comes out to an average of slightly less than 23 and a half murders a day. However, more murders occur on one day of the week than any other. Statistics show that the average American murder takes place on payday. <laughs> Here's to you, Sammy. You work like a man and a half today. Yeah, I'm as tired as a man and a half, too. Ah, when a cement pours, somebody's got to finish it, Sammy. If not us, somebody else. Yeah, well, tonight I wish it had been somebody else. Well, look at all the overtime, Sammy. We got enough for a swing and weekend. <laughs> Stick around or we'll find some action. Ah, me, Chubby. I'm going home, clean up, have supper with the missus, and sleep till Monday. Okay, okay. But the nice thing about overtime cash is that the missus never misses it. Yeah. Hey, hey, how about that? The missus never misses it. <laughs> Set him up again, Harry. Oh, no, no, not me, Chubby. I got to get home and get out of these work clothes. Oh, boy, you're sure itching to get home. You must have some missus. Yeah, I do. No matter how late I am, Millie's waiting for me. She's always got a meal for me, not something left over. And a smile on her face. And she's got a nice-looking face, too. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm proud to, to call her my wife. That's great, Sammy. Uh, how long have you been married? Two years. A little over. Oh, well, you logged ten years. And your old lady gets fat and dumpy and a bunch of kids have been yammering at her all day. <laughs> Maybe you'll slow down a little, too. Huh? Uh, you'll be right there in the saloon with the rest of us slobs. Sopping up a little courage. Yeah, maybe, but Friday night's always kind of special for us, Chubb. I stop by a butcher shop in the neighborhood and eat pork chops. Five little beauties. Three for me and two for her. Millie bakes them in a pan with scalloped potatoes while I get cleaned up. And then... Then we turn on some music. We light the candles in the living room. We have a nice little bottle of wine. Just me and Millie... It's kind of nice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> What's a working spot you doing in candlelight? <laughs> hey, hey, fellas. We got a real lover boy here. Candles, soft music, the works. <laughs> okay, okay. Come on. I got to go, Chubb. Uh, 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 thanks for the belt. Hey, guy, don't run off, Sam. I was just kidding. Hey, come on, Sammy. What's the matter? Nothing, but I got to be. 
Good night, fellas. Jocko. Oh, I'm sorry. I I wasn't watching the signs. Been drinking, pal? No, I'm just tired. It's been a tough day. It smells like you've been drinking. Look, I had two beers and a shot while I cashed my paycheck, okay? Pretty late for only two drinks. We worked overtime. What's it to you? Look, buddy, give me the ticket and let me go home, will you? I'm tired, I'm hungry, and my wife's waiting for me. Yeah, not they are. Let's go down to the station, Jacko, and we'll let you blow up a balloon. <laughs> sure, why not? What do you care? What's Millie to you? Now, take it easy, pal. You'll spend the night in the cooler. Okay, you're satisfied? Yeah, you can go now. Beat it. If you didn't have that shield on, I might bust you right in the mouth. Beat it. But don't forget, we'll see you in court. Mr. Souza, Mr. Souza, you in there? Oh, gee, I can't be that late. Oh, there's a light in back. Somebody's in there. Mr. Souza, it's me, Sam. Mr. Souza, it's not my fault. I didn't mean to be late. Why? Why is everything so wrong? All I want is some pork chops with Millie. Well, it's got to be somewhere's open. Yeah, hello there, young man. Yeah, yeah. You got any pork chops? Yeah, we might have a couple left. Let's take a look. All right, young man. Got three left. Only three? That's all. Look pretty scrawny and dried out. Yeah, they've been sitting in the freezer all day. You you wouldn't look too good yourself. <laughs> okay, okay. I just hope that nothing and nobody else gives me a hard time before I get home. Honey, I'm home. Hey, I got the pork chops. Sam, what happened? I've been worried sick. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Only everything in the world went wrong tonight. Oh, I've been calling all over. I thought you had an accident or something. Well, that's about the only thing that didn't happen. I wish you'd called me, Sam. You know how I worry. Oh, I'm sorry, Millie. So many things went wrong. I I, I, I just never thought of it. I'm sorry. Oh, here, here's the pork chops. Oh, oh, I'd forgotten all about supper. I was so worried, Sam. Did Mr. Sousa sell you these? No, no. He was closed when I got there. 
I drove all over town looking for a place. Oh, honey, you should have just come home. We could have had eggs or even... Yeah, yeah, I didn't want eggs or even some hamburger. I knocked myself out working all day and then hunting for pork chops half the night, and, and, and you laugh at me. It's enough to make a guy wish he didn't come home. Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. I'm not laughing at you. You, you, you know how much I like tonight to be a little special, you know, with candles and all. Oh, I... I'm not laughing at you, Sam. It's just that I was so worried and, and, and then so happy to have you home. And, oh, and these silly, scrawny little pork chops looked so funny. I didn't mean it. Well, Melly, I didn't mean it about wishing I didn't come home either. Look, now you go take a shower and change your clothes while I cook us a nice supper. Okay. You know, Melly, it is nice to be home. Real nice. <laughs> Return to our drama in a moment. According to major city police records, nine out of ten murder victims know their assailants. In most cases, they are close friends or relatives. Most murderers kill only once. And most murder cases are solved with a period of hours. Liquor and money are factors which often play some part in the crime of murder. That's why payday is the most likely time for the average American murder. Well, there's my hero. Oh, speak and stand. Feel better, dear? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. All right, sit down and pour the wine, Sam. I'll be right there. Yeah, it looks pretty in the candlelight. Ah, tastes good, too. Sammy, that's no way to enjoy good wine. Just like to gulp a little while it's still cold. I'm sorry. Oh, all right. All right, it's not a crime. Now, tell me all about what happened today. Well, first of all, the old man poured too much cement. We were down on our knees finishing till almost 8.30. Oh, we can sure use the extra money, though. Yeah, then we all went over to a crummy gin mill to get our checks cashed, Chubb and me and a bunch of the other guys. Now, Chubb wants to make a night of it, and he, he can't understand why I want to get home. Well, like a... Like a fool, I tell him why. How we eat by candlelight and all. So Chubb thinks this is the funniest thing he's ever heard. Hey, fellas, he shouts, we got a real lover boy here. <laughs> I, I, I could have strangled him. Oh, Stan. Chubby was just teasing you. He didn't mean any harm. Yeah, well, I didn't go for it. What do those slobs know about it standing around a saloon all night? Well, Chubb's been a good friend to you, Sammy. Whose side are you on, Mel? Oh, are you sorry, honey? Well, then what happened? Well, I got out of there fast before I socked somebody. It really burned me. And then I'm driving along, just trying to get home and all, and along comes a cop with his Mars lights blinking. Well, this is all I need. So one thing leads to another, and he thinks I'm giving him a hard time. You better follow me down to the station, Jocko. You've been drinking. So down we go to the station. 
They got me touching my nose and breathing into a balloon machine. Did you pass? What? <laughs> sure, I passed. I only had two beers and a shot. And they knew this. That cop knew it before he took me in. But he wanted to... He wanted to let me sit around the station and cool my heels for a while. Real sweetheart. And I told him I, I'd like to see him without his badge on. Oh, Sammy, when are you going to learn to keep your mouth shut? You know, every time you get mad at somebody, he's come up the loser. Well, what right does he have hauling me into the station, a dumb cop? I hate cops. I always have. Well, nabbing junkies instead of picking on decent citizens. Were you speeding fast? I don't know. I was, I, was, I was so mad at Chubb, I just wanted to get home. But you were speeding. Well, the cop claimed I was doing 60 in a 40-mile zone. Oh, Sam. How much was the fine? Well, I don't know. I got to go to court in a couple of weeks. They made me put up a $25 bond. $25? Oh, I'll get some of it back in court. You want some more wine? Uh, no, yet. You'll miss a half day's pay going to court, too. Oh, Sammy, why can't you learn to control your temper? You're like a little kid. Every time somebody teases you or things just don't go right, you always forget yourself. I just don't like to be pushed around, that's all. I work hard all day, Mill. Pouring concrete is the toughest work in the world. All I want to do after that is stay home with you. Is that a crime? Guy works hard and then wants to stay home with his wife? I'm sorry, Sammy. It's, it's just when we work so hard to save a little, I, I hate to see it go into speeding tickets. Well, it ain't like it happens all the time. It's the first ticket I've had since we got married. Sammy, don't shout at me. Look, here I sit all day waiting for you to come home. Then you come home six hours late with three miserable pork chops and a speeding ticket. How much can I take? Not even one phone call in six hours. I was trying to get home. Don't you believe me? Don't you know how much coming home tonight means to me? Look, I, I, I work on my knees all day, all week. Just dream on the Friday nights. Oh, I love you, Millie. Don't you understand that? Of course I do, Sammy. I, I understand, and I love you very much. Someday we'll have a child, darling, and, and we'll give him all the things we ever wanted, all the things we never had. He'll, he'll go to college, Mill. Mm. He'll, he'll be a doctor or a lawyer, something important. He won't have to crawl around on wet cement like his old man. He'll be somebody. <laughs> Millie. Mm. Did I ever tell you how beautiful you look sitting here in the candlelight? Oh, no. Now what? Stay right there, Sam. I'll get it. Hello? Hello. Is this the Sam Crawford residence? Yes. Uh, you must be Millie. Yes, who's this? Hi, Millie. This is Chubby. Who's calling at this time of night? Well, hello, Chubby. I've heard a lot about you. Chubby, that drunken slob. What's he calling here for? Yeah, I've heard a lot about you, Millie. Sam says you're a real nice lady. And a, a real looker, too. <laughs> well, thank you. That's very sweet. Oh, swell. Now he's sweet talking. Hang up, Millie. Yeah, Sam says you're a real looker. <laughs> oh, Chubby. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Chubby, do you want to talk with Sam? He's right here. You bet he's right here. What do you want? I just called up to tell you I'm sorry about the ransom we gave you. Now, look, wise guy. It's bad enough I have to put up with your bum jokes all day without you calling my home in the middle of the night. What's the matter with you? Ain't you got no feelings for nothing? Hey, Sam, what's the matter with you? I just called to apologize. Don't, don't fly off the handle again. Well, you can keep your apologies. When are you guys going to stop needling me, huh? 
I have to get it at home now, too. Now, leave me alone, do you hear? All of you, leave me alone. Drunken slobs. Sammy, what's wrong with you? That man called up to apologize. He's your best friend. Oh, no wonder nobody ever invites us anywhere or comes to see us. Why should they when you're going to bite their heads off? You know what's the matter with you, Sam? What? You've got no sense of humor. You always walk around with a chip on your shoulder and expect everybody to love you anyway. The world doesn't owe you anything, Sammy. Everybody works just as hard as you do, only they don't make it tougher for themselves by telling everybody off. Sammy, you've got to learn to laugh at yourself now and then and roll with the punches. What's to laugh about? Am I that funny? Big funny lummox, all back and no brain, is that it? But because I'm so dumb that I want to come home and be with my wife and I knock myself out running all over town for some pork chops, everybody's got to laugh, including her. Oh, the pork chops. Huh? Oh, no. What's the matter? I burned some potatoes and all. You burned them? Why did you have to get such thin ones, Sammy? Why didn't you just come home? You burned them? I didn't like the looks of them anyway. Maybe you burned them on purpose. They looked like they might be spoiled. Even you, my own wife, you're all alike. The whole rotten bunch of you laughing your fool heads off at Sammy. Let the poor slob work himself to death. He's a man and a half, he is. A mule and a half. A working stiff. Just a big hulk with no class. What do you know about love, Sam? Or nice things like candlelight and music. What do you know? Stop looking at me like that. They're only pork chops. I, I, I'll fix us some eggs and toast. They've been making fun of me ever since I was a kid. Banker and the rest. Now even you're in on it, huh, Millie? Let's have some fun with big, dumb Sammy. Even you. <laughs> what, what's come over you? Keep laughing. I hear you. Just like the rest. Sam? <laughs> the knife. My, my butcher knife. Put down that knife. Poor Sammy never gets the joke. Keep laughing. Sammy, what are you doing? Oh, oh. Now you won't laugh anymore. Sammy. What? Millie. Millie, no, no. What have I done? Sammy. I, I never laughed. Not at you. Millie. Millie, I'm sorry. I, I, I forgot myself. Sammy. I can't. I can't. Sammy. Millie. Millie, I... I didn't mean to do it, Millie. I didn't mean to, Millie. Millie. I don't, I don't care about the poor child. <laughs> Records show that most murderers are more or less model prisoners. Sam Crawford is no exception. He works hard at present, pouring cement for a new building under construction at the penitentiary. He seldom talks, never argues, and shows little emotion. He's just an average American murderer. Except on Friday nights, when although the prison records do not show it, he cries himself to sleep.
presented An Average American Murder, written by Jim McGinn and directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, George Petrie, Arlene Walker, Robert Dryden, and Humphrey Davis. Audio engineer, Neil Pulse. Sound technician, Ed Blaney. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastovsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Ted Bell.